1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports. Brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's sports director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnell. Well, two out of three ain't bad as meatloaf, rest his soul, yes. used to say. Uh, John Ryan and sports director Jeff Blankman here in the KCIM studios with KCIM Sports Rewind, brought to you by St. Anthony Sports Performance Program. We're going to tell you right off the bat, if you want to do better on the courts, on the fields, and any age you are, doesn't matter, junior high to adult, they can get the most out of you. They've got an eight-week workout program, 794-5241. So if you're serious about upping your game, talk to the folks at St. Anthony Sports Performance Program. They're so busy, they never even get a chance to come on the show that they actually sponsor. I know. We need to talk them into it someday. We yeah. had them on before, years ago. Yeah, we had, to, we had to schedule them like four times just to get them to show up once because yes. they were just, oh, nope, got something going on, sorry. Yeah. So Yeah, got a bunch more people coming in to Try and become better athletes. But they, I mean, they, they get the most out of those folks. And so, yeah, they are really, really good at what they do. Speaking we, of... We re- should challenge that sometime, see if they can make you and I athletes again. <laughs> <laughs> I said they're good, not miracle workers. They're, they're not, yeah. There, there are things out there named called hopeless causes. Yes. I think that's one of them. Yes. So at least you ran across the state. I, I didn't did. even do that. Yeah. I'll bike, but yeah. that's about it. Well, you bike quite frequently. Uh, I know, I know yeah. my limitations. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can do maybe 50, 60 miles in a day or something like that. But <laughs> eh, that's my limitation going on there. So uh, speaking of great, uh, I was we were just talking a little bit about this off air. Caitlin Clark from the University of Iowa saw yeah. some highlights of her playing up in Michigan. Yeah. I mean, she's this girl is, if, if you haven't seen highlights of her, first of all, Googler. Go look it up. Caitlin Clark, Caitlin spelled with a C, University of Iowa sophomore, uh, just past the half-court line, still on the M logo on the Michigan floor, launching threes. I mean, Steph Curry doesn't put threes up like this, and she's just knocking them down. It's crazy good. Yeah, she's special. I remember I was telling you that I saw her down, you know, at the state basketball tournament when she was still in high school, and there was no doubt that she was absolutely better than everybody Mm -hmm. down there, and it was no question, uh, and now she might be the the best player in in all of college basketball right now. And, and men or women, yeah, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just a just a dominant dominant player. And the fun thing is, is she's just a sophomore, so you wonder. Will she leave maybe after next year to go to the NBA, you know, WNBA, or will mm-hmm. she stay her full four years at you know at the University of Iowa? So, but yeah, it, it's going to be intriguing. She is a a special special player. Hard for me to say that, <laughs> you know, about an Iowa Hawkeye, yeah. but you know, absolutely deserves it, and and I won't hesitate to say it. When is the last time you ever looked at the you know women's college basketball and said she's going to leave early for the pros? Yeah. I mean, that just doesn't happen. You don't hear about that. Yeah, her and Paige Beckers. If Paige wouldn't have gotten injured down at UConn, you know, and stuff. Um, both of them last year were freshmen and were kind of tearing up college basketball, and there was questions whether they both would come out, you know, after their freshman year probably would have been, you know, top draft picks One and everything. Two. Yeah, you know, and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see, but, you know, for right now, for Iowa fans, you know, the crazy thing is is they're, they're you know, they're only ranked like 25th for this week in the mm-hmm. poll um, with maybe the best player, you know, uh, in college basketball. Um, um, so, 
you know, if, if she can get some consistent help, not saying that she doesn't have other good players on the team, but if she can get some consistent help, that's a team that probably can make a run and you probably don't want to face if you're in the, you know, the women's NCAA tournament. Yeah, that I, the name that suddenly popped out of me, and I don't know why this was, was Pete Maravich. Yes. You know, outstanding player, one of the best, he, the best player in college basketball his time. It wasn't the best team. Right. Larry yep. Bird, the same thing at Indiana yep. State. I mean, uh, just phenomenal players that carried a very, uh, I, well, uh, Indiana State was never much before Larry Bird, not much afterwards. Iowa's a different story. Right, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she just lifts a program. Yeah. Just her presence on the floor. Last year, I think they made the round of eight, if I remember right, okay. and stuff, if I remember correct, might even have been, I don't think it was the, the final four, but I think it was the round of eight and got beat by UConn and Paige Beckers um, mm-hmm. and stuff. So that was, uh, you know, it was a, I remember sitting down specifically that night. There's, there's not many nights, as many people know, that I'm home. Uh, but that was yeah. one of the nights that I made sure that I didn't have anything on the schedule so that I could, you know, just watch those two go head-to-head. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and women's basketball in the state of Iowa is very healthy with Iowa State up there, yep. you know, ranked uh, in the top 15 as well, and they've got a game, uh, some big matchups coming up, and they're fighting for a Big 12 championship. So state of women's basketball on the college level is great. On the high school level, again, uh, numbers struggling a bit uh, all around yep. the state, but there's there's just kind of some programs that are have and have-nots out there. It'll be interesting to see if a player like a Caitlin Clark being from Iowa dominating college basketball at the University Mm -hmm. of Iowa. If maybe some young girls out there that are just getting into sports will say that basketball is something I want to pick up and, you know, kind of rededicate myself to, you know, or dedicate myself to a little bit. And not saying that they don't play the other sports. I'm completely an advocate for playing three or four sports all the way through your high school career because it makes you a better athlete, and that's what college coaches want you to do uh, and stuff. No matter if you have a club coach or a mom or a dad that tell you you have to specialize, that's not what college coaches want. And I Mm -hmm. talk to enough of them to know. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so it'll be. It'll be interesting to see if you can get, you know, um, uh, this dominant of a player on the girl side of thing, on the lady side of thing, kind of brings back maybe a spark of, of basketball in the state of Homegrown Iowa. Homegrown kid yes. being the best there is. But uh, to do that, you'd have to stay all four years. Yeah. You know, use up all that eligibility yep. at the University of Iowa for to really kind of have that kind of impact. And it was funny. I was I was listening. Of course, I'm a USD fan. I follow them. Yep. And dang, SDSU and Matt Dentlinger. <laughs> Why? Why? Swept my coyotes. But uh, Todd Lee, their head coach, was interested. He was, said something about the, the foreign players he's got. Right. He's got a kid from New Zealand and a kid from Australia on his group, uh, and he's had other foreign kids right. play on the team. He says, he goes, you know, you never have to worry about the kids coming in from a foreign team or foreign country because he says, around here, you got all these AAU coaches telling right. you, you're fantastic, you should be at this level, you know, and enter the yep. transfer portal, you're not getting a fair shot here. He goes, man, your international players come in, they play hard for you because you wanted them. Right. And they have that dedication to yep. it. So it's it's just kind of interesting to see it, hate, how that's going to work out. I hate to put it this way, but it, 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 it's kind of the truth, not as coddled as as, mm-hmm. as the American-born players coming but out. The social know. media is not nearly what it is elsewhere yeah. that it is around what it is the U.S. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, you got 50 million, you know, websites out there ranking players all the time and, and help them to tell them great. And I've been a part of the AAU in the club world. I've coached on it for years, so I'm I'm not anti any of that stuff. But no. you know, I, I've said it before when it when that is your sole living. 
it's pretty easy to tell people, hey, you're really good, you're really good because you want that kid to come back because you want the money because that's your income and, and it's really easy to, you know, to kind it's, of, you know. To, it's to, a recruiting business. It is, absolutely. And, and it's really easy for, for young players to believe that, uh, you know, maybe they're a little better than, than what their skills really are simply because that's what they're constantly told. Yeah, the, the, the coach, it's more in it for the coaches than it is the players. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. You know, and, and when I it becomes, we're, not, yeah. we're not making a blanket statement about no. all of them, certainly. Right, no, absolutely. You know, there, there's there's some great clubs, there's some great AAUs, and I would say the vast majority of them are. But you know, yeah, it, it, it's just a fear of mine that when it be, when it becomes your whole financial living, mm-hmm. that that sometimes maybe the reason you got into it changes um, from the where you started because now there's a different, yeah. you know. That's why it's, it's different for you. That's yeah. why it's so easy to cheer for good teams, you know, locally, and then the kids locally. Let's talk yep. wrestling a bit. Yep. Uh, districts were last week. You got sectionals coming up this week. Sectionals and last week. Our, districts our, this week. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Reverse that. <laughs> we'll change that in post editing. Uh, that uh, we, you know, we got about 19 kids still up there, yeah. and a good a number of them have a really good shot of making the state wrestling tournament. Yeah, a really good shot. I, I'm, I'm looking in double digits uh, and easily in double digits coming out of this weekend is what I'm figuring. Uh, you know, we've got some really great wrestlers. Uh, you know, Carol Tegers had an outstanding run on Saturday, won the uh, sectional down at Harlan. Um, that advanced them into the regional duels tonight. Uh, they've got a tough test um, tonight, but uh, this is a team that I think could be up to that test. they got to wrestle Hampton Dumont, who's ranked mm-hmm. eighth in the state in dual rankings, um, and they'll wrestle them down at Winterset tonight at 6 o'clock. And then if they win that one, they end up having to take on the host school in Winterset, who gets that uh, bye in the opening round. And Winterset did defeat Carroll in the Raccoon River Conference yeah. matchup earlier this year, and it and is really good. But uh, you know, with the Tigers, with the depth they have, they they've got the ability to make some noise and maybe be able to slide into the the, the state dual tournament coming up next uh, Wednesday. Ah, the joys of actually wrestling teams your size. Yes, you know, <laughs> schools yes. your size instead of having to wrestle up with the four Dodges, which is what yeah. Carroll always had to do in the past. They're moving down to where they should. Be yep. Instead of being the tiniest of the what four A's or three A's, yes. whatever they were, yeah. yeah, they're they're down in the class. So yeah, and it's it's starting to show and results on the mat. It is absolutely. They have been really good and they've been really competitive this year, even in the the Raccoon River Conference, uh, you know, and stuff. This is probably the the best year, at least in the eighteen years that I've been in Carroll. This is this is the best year that uh, Carroll wrestling has had. And and you look at it, five champions out of the six guys that advanced, uh, you know, uh, this past Saturday, uh, five of them were first place finish. So, uh, Draylen Schweitzer, uh, Carter Drake, Jaira Gallagher, Sterling Rodman, and Colton Whelan all advance as champions. And then uh, Kale Nelson uh, d- advanced on as a runner-up, so a second-place finisher. And if anybody's not a big wrestling person, what ends up happening is, is you have the two wrestlers from one sectional, two wrestlers from a, we'll call it a sister sectional. So it would be like sectional 15 and sectional mm-hmm. 16 now wrestle in a district. Kind of like so a sub-state have, in basketball. Yes. So you have the top, yeah, so it's, you have really technically the top four wrestlers out of those two sectionals come. Um, so you'll have just, uh, you know, potentially f- three matches or two matches if you win your first match. So the champion at one sectional wrestles the second place finisher at the other one and then vice versa. The winners wrestle for the right to w- go first place in our automatic qualifiers. You can still, if you lose that first match, you can hopefully get a wrestle back. Mm-hmm. And that means that the guy you got lost to in the semifinals who wins the championship match and you win your third place match, then you get that chance to wrestle back against the loser 
of the second place match, and they do take the top two to the state wrestling tournament. So um, best thing to do is win that first one. You don't want to have to yeah. hope. Um, you don't have to want to go out and win your third place match and then hope. Um, so that, that, that makes it tough. So going in as a champion generally gives you a better opportunity than going in as a runner-up because if you're that runner-up, you're wrestling the other sectionals champion. So six kids from Carroll High advancing on yep. this weekend. Uh, how about the other surrounds, schools around the area? Kemper and South Central Calhoun both had outstanding days as well. They were both at a really, really tough um, sectional over at Maple Valley, Anthonoto, Charter Oak Ute. Uh, you had both a Logan and Missouri Valley there, um, two really traditionally really strong programs uh, that kind of dominated that sectional a little bit. South Central Calhoun took third as a team. Kemper was fourth. I know South Central was about 60 points behind Missouri Valley, who was in second, and about 80 points behind Aloma, who's ranked fifth in the state um, as a dual team. But South Central does advance on um, to the uh, regional dual tournament tonight. They're going to be wrestling an Ogden team that they should be able to kind of handle. Um, that'll be over at Missouri Valley. And then uh, if they win that one against Ogden, they get that opportunity to wrestle against Missouri Valley. Uh, over there uh, for the right to head to the state dual tournament. I think they've got a really legitimate chance. South Central Kilhoon actually ranked ninth in the dual rankings and Missouri Valley ranked behind them. So even though Missouri Valley is the team that's hosting, South Central Calhoun is the higher ranked dual team coming into that matchup. So I think they've got a real legitimate chance to come through. For Kemper, uh, they had two first place finishers and two runners up. Um, they had Riley Parkus and Jake Earlbeck as your champions. You had Shea Parkus and Braden Reesberg um, and Cal Wanniger all as second-place finishers. Now, for Shea and for Cal, um, Shea lost uh, to a Rice kid from, or a Reese kid, excuse me, from Loma, who was ranked like third or fourth in the state, and Shea was fifth. So, you know, to, to come back and get second was really good for him. So um, I think he still has a real legitimate chance to be able to come through. And then Cal Wanniger ended up losing to Jaden Sorry, who was ranked third. Cal was ranked fifth to it to the 220 pound weight class so both of those guys ended up runners up to guys that were technically mm -hmm. ranked ahead of them um, so nice for them to be able to bounce back and, and get back into it as runner-ups so so does that cover all the kids that we got going on this weekend? No. Um, we have some other ones as well. Esac County sent two guys through. Uh, Braden Burns and Charlie Vite were both champions for them um, at their weight classes. And then uh, Cooper Nielsen won the uh, championship for Audubon at uh, 195. So those are the guys that are going to be advancing through for wrestling into the districts. And everything gets underway coming up this Saturday. Um, I'll tell everybody here real quick where everybody goes. Um, you've got... The Carroll Tigers down at Glenwood. Kemper, South Central Calhoun, and Esac County will be at West Monona, and Audubon goes to Underwood. Um, so those are the uh, All locations. All traveling southwest. Yes, those <laughs> are the locations that everybody will be going this week. All right, so again, uh, we're looking forward to seeing who makes the state tournament. Uh, I wanted to talk about the wrestling coverage you got coming up for the state tournament. Yes. Because again, reminding everybody, this is something brand new. Uh, it's yep. something really exciting that if you are a wrestling fan, you're going to love this. Yeah, I, I think you will, everybody. Everybody that I've talked to right now, um, wrestling coaches and, and wrestlers and, and wrestling parents and fans, I think all have kind of expressed that how much they really like what we're going to be doing this year. Um, you go to our new YouTube channel, um, and, and to find that, go to YouTube and search Carol Broadcasting Sports Network, mm -hmm. and you'll be able to subscribe to it. We're going to be live through the uh, 1A and 2A session, so that's where all of our wrestlers are at. Um, Carol High and 2A and the other five schools that we have uh, all are going to
going to be in the 1A session. So we'll be live. I've got uh, Jeff Honnold and Bill Kane are going to be doing most of the play-by-play for us um, and most of the you know that. So we'll do live play-by-play of all of our local wrestlers that advance on. So you'll get their matches in hold. Now sometimes you might have two matches going on at one time, maybe even three matches going mm-hmm. on at one time that they'll be you know calling those matches. But that's all going to be live on the internet. It won't be video. Um, that that costs an awful lot of money, kind of an arm and a leg and the other leg. Yeah. Um, so, but what it'll be is it'll be audio coverage, just like if it's on the radio. Um, you can stream it all day long on the on the YouTube channel. Um, so what we're going to do then is Bill Gross will come up and help them when they get the opportunity. I'm going to be down off of the mats. I'm going to be trying to get video interviews with all of the kids after their matches. Now, I, I know that, like, if, if a kid loses in a match, might have to turn around and wrestle again, you know, in 45 minutes or so. So there's probably the possibility won't do a video with them after that loss, but we'll catch a video with them after their second match. Um, when they have a little bit more time, we'll get those video interviews posted up to our YouTube channel. We'll get those also posted to our website. I'm going to be out while I'm down on the floor. I'll be updating our website with results as they're happening. So as soon mm-hmm. as I can get back into the media room and update the website, I'll do that um, and stuff. You can find that at sports.1380kcim.com. You'll go to the to the uh, Brinks Exterior Sports Report to be able to get that. So, uh, But yeah, live coverage wall-to-wall along with the kids from our local schools. We're planning on getting all the names from like Winterset and Harlan and Red Oak and any school, you know, the Twin Lakes Conference, the the, the Rolling Valley Conference, anybody that the Western Iowa Conference, the Akronier Conference, anybody that has other wrestlers, we're going to update. We won't be doing play-by-play coverage, but you'll find out how those wrestlers are doing. We're going to throw the Green County and the uh, ACGC and the uh, OABCIG wrestlers into that mix, even though they're not in our local counties. They wrestle against our local kids enough, and mm-hmm. people know enough people from those communities that will update how those kids are doing as well. Yeah, it is fantastic. Wall-to-wall coverage during the sessions. Yes. So that's instead of cutting away from music to go there on a station, this is the way to cover it, and I can't just a, a great idea that you had, Jeff, and I uh, can't wait to hear it this year. Again, uh, thanks. There's a lot of guys are going to be down there covering this. It's going to yep. take everybody to do this. But, again, so, complete session coverage. This is a, really going to be a fantastic way to listen to the state wrestling tournament. And we will, on and everything. Yeah, and we will have Jeff Storyhan down there probably Friday, Saturday, taking photos. We'll get those photos from him up on our social media sites as well. All right, swimming. That's a, a getting close to state tournament as well. We've got a couple of qualifiers. Yes, uh, state swim meet this Saturday. Uh, um, so congratulations to Deb Danner and all of the guys. They had a great run up at Fort Dodge at their sectional this last Saturday as well. Um, qualified three individual events and two relays to the uh, state swim meet. Um, Jonathan Dose, who's had a terrific year, qualified in both the uh, 50 freestyle and the 100 fly. He was also a part of uh, both of the relays, the 400 freestyle relay and the 200 freestyle relay. Now, both of those relays were the exact same kids, the exact same four kids. Sam Jansen, Kyle Sundrup, Tristan. Tristan Blair and Jonathan Dose. Now Sundrup also qualified as he has had a fantastic year as well in the 100 backstroke. So those are the three individual events and the two relays. So yeah, um, what a year for them. That was not an easy sectional that they went to on Saturday. You had Dowling there, you had Ames there, you had Sioux City Metro there. Um, Ames ranked number one in the state, so you knew that they were going to dominate a lot of the the qualifiers. But uh, just a great job for the guys. Um, I could tell when I talked with Deb Saturday morning for 
the uh, MC Country Cafe Coaches Show, she was extremely, extremely excited. Felt like that they had tapered just right, um, that they had put in the work. The guys were feeling really good and really strong going up there on Saturday, and, and it proved out that that's the way it was. Yeah, Deb Danner's done a terrific job with that whole yep. swimming program. I mean, you talk about a coach that works year-round yes. and just absolutely gets the best out of those kids. It's Deb Danner. So look forward to that, uh, the results on that. Don't for, don't worry if you didn't get the, the links, what Jeff was talking about to find the wrestling coverage. We'll get that posted. We'll talk about it continuously. Yep. We'll get it up on our Facebook page so you can get to catch a link there to so you can listen to it. We'll try to do the best we can here. Yeah, we're planning on you're going to be able to get that link on the front page of the website at sports.1380kcm.com. We'll throw it out on our Facebook pages and Twitter as well. We're going to make it as easily yep. accessible for everybody. And if 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 I'm accurate on this and 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 stuff, the videos that we do, which is on that same YouTube channel, go live to our website. So if you scroll down to where you would find like the video interviews and the video broadcast of the game, when we go live with that stuff, it does show up live. So you can watch wow. our video broadcast live on the on our website as well. So I'm assuming then that our audio, which will be on that same YouTube channel, Channel, you should be able to scroll down to the bottom of our website and find the audio for those days as well. Way, way cool stuff going on yep. for the wrestling tournament. All right, we're going to talk basketball tournament playoff coming up in just a moment on KCIM Sports Rewind. As athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. It is KCIM Sports Rewind. All this nice weather out there, man, 50-some degrees. This is crazy. Yeah, especially for it being in February. And I know I looked uh-huh. at my 10-day forecast on Sunday, and pretty much every day, I think besides this coming Sunday, was in the 40s. I think this coming Sunday it was like maybe the upper 20s to lower 30s and then right back into the 40s. Somebody was telling me last night, I went down to the Glidden Coon game, that uh, they've looked at like a three-week to a 30-day outlook, mm-hmm. and there's hardly any days under 40 degrees. Uh, through the 30 days. So. That always told me spring was near because usually that was sub-state basketball time. You yes. could walk out and not freeze your you-know-what off Yes, uh, coming out of gym <laughs> at sub-state basketball. But, man, everybody's starting to think about spring and maybe a little premature on that. But tell you what, now's the time to start planning for that. And Wall Lake Lumber with locations in Wall Lake, Lakeview, Odebolt, and Carroll, they just got a truckload, a whole truckload of number one Nice-looking railroad ties. So if you've got feedlots, uh, landscaping, fence posts, and a whole lot more, they've got all that. Plus, they've got used highway guard rail and lots of other fencing supplies. But uh, don't wait on this stuff. It's going to go probably pretty quick. So you don't need to chase it down, figure out where you're going to, to get the hands on this stuff. Carol Lumber, they've got it right now. Again, a whole truckload of number one railroad ties. They've got the used highway guard rail and lots of other fencing supplies. So if you're thinking spring projects, Think Carroll Lumber with locations in Wall Lake, Lakeview, Odebolt, and in Carroll. All right, girls basketball playoffs starting this Thursday. Uh, it seemed like we just got the pairings. Oh, wait, we did. <laughs> about, what, yeah. about two hours ago, it seems like? Yeah, it, it, it feels like it. Uh, yeah, last Wednesday's when the girls' pairings came out. Last Thursday is when mm-hmm. the boys' pairings came out. We still don't have the pairings for the Carroll Tigers. Um, we're hoping that will come out probably tomorrow and Thursday or Thursday and Friday this week. It would be great if they came out today and tomorrow. 
Carroll. We but, know the districts, just not the pairings for Carroll High. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and we'll get those. And then once I get all of those pairings, I'll probably post a complete schedule of all of the teams with our broadcast on our website, again, on the sports schedules page at 13, or excuse me, sports.1380kcim.com. I'm still it's, getting used to the it's new. Even, it's new to us, too. It, it is, yeah. So, um, But, yeah, it, it, exciting that the playoffs actually get underway coming up on Thursday night. Um, talking a little basketball right now. Um, Coon Rapids Bear doesn't have an easy route, and I know I talking with Coach Meyer last night on the boys' side of things. Um, not a winnable game over at Booyer Valley. They just won over there last week, but not an easy place to play um, over that or at Booyer Valley. So um, they've got Arweva in the first round, which is not going to be easy. Arweva challenged Coon here, you know, recently, and Arweva seems to be playing with everybody on the boys' side of things really, really well, just not getting a lot of wins. But if you're Coon Rabbits Bears, you got to feel like you're peaking and playing right right at the right time of the year. They've won 11 of their last 12. Their only loss after the Christmas break was a, was a two-point loss um, to Woodbine in, in a game that they, they shot horrible from the field and, and didn't shoot well from the free-throw line. So it was just mm-hmm. one of those nights where the ball didn't go in the basket and they still found a way to be able to, to be in that game. I, I think three of their losses this year are by one possession or less. Wow. Um, yeah. And that, that's, so, that's, a, that's a huge, huge swing. Yeah. You know, so this is a team that's got a chance, I think. You know, I, if they keep advancing, I know what everybody says is you got AHST of Oka Walnut, who's a top five ranked team, you know, kind of waiting in that sub-state game. But I think they're a, they're a good enough team with the way they defend and what they can throw at you offensively. You know, Gabe Obert started a little slow offensively this year, still battling, I think, the injury that he had suffered that made him miss a good portion of the football season. Uh, watching him attack the rim last night and rebound and defend, you can tell he's probably, if not 100%, mm-hmm. really close to 100%. You know Tanner Oswald's going to knock down threes. He's a terrific shooter. He's really good at getting to the rim and dishing because he'll draw guys to him and find Easton Hayes is probably putting together his best season of his career um, and is really, really sharp right now, really good at getting to the rim. And then Lance Clayberg, I don't know if there's a person that plays harder right now than what that guy does every moment that he's on the floor uh, last night 25 and 10 to go with six steals you know uh, against uh, Glidden Ralston um, so they've got four guys that can really score and Raiden Doty plays his role really well and that's the, the really neat thing about this team everybody kind of understands their role but early in the year they had two guys that were kind of scoring now they've got four guys that can go out and get double digits on you and they defend as well as anybody in the area so I think they've got a chance to really make a nice run that may be the biggest transformation of a team I've yep. heard in a long time going from two main scores to four. Yep. I mean, what a what a luxury that is when you think about game planning. Okay, yeah. you know where you're going to get extra points from. Yeah. And and if you're the other team, how do you defend? Who do you try mm-hmm. to take away? Because there's you know you you shut down Tanner Oswald last night. He scored just you know I think two or four points if I remember right in that win against Glidden Ralston. But Easton Hayes had eight. You had Clayberg with 25. You had Gabe Obert with like 17 in the game. You know and stuff. So early in the year, as Gabe was starting to get healthy, you had Lance and Tanner. Were the only two guys that score yeah. now, Easton and, and Gaber scoring as well. Opposing co- opposing coaches got to pick their poison. Yes, you know, who are you going to stop? Who are you going to yep. try? You can't guard. Uh, you can't concentrate on four guys out on the floor. I mean, right. that's just man to man defense. Yep. So you're going to find a mismatch somewhere. Yep. Uh, in there. So as you look at the other boys' matchups, uh, what else kind of jumps out at you? Um, I, I still think South Central Calhoun, even though they're three and three in their last six games, uh, some of their losses have been to really really good teams. New Old Fonda, Spencer, who's bigger than they are, you know, and stuff. So. 
I, I think they've got a chance to make a really good run. I still really like their starting five, and Antonio Sanders and Ethan Myers give them good quality minutes off of the bench. Um, they defend really well. I, I think the key for them, and I'll see them again tonight against East Sac County, is when they start inside. I'm not saying that all of their points have to come from in the lane, but this is a team that shoots the three really well. Mm -hmm. But you have games sometimes where the three's not falling, and, and that was the case against Spencer the other day. The three didn't fall, and they keep shooting those threes, which is fine. But I noticed in the game that I was at at New Alfonda, when they get the ball inside to Joshua Dietrich first and let the offense kind of flow through him, that means getting it into him. If he's got the shot, he can score because he's so tremendous down inside in the post. But if the defense collapses on him, he can kick for better looks looking threes uh, and stuff. And I just think they're a better offense when they start inside and work inside out than when they start outside and just kind of stay to the outside. But I think they've got a chance to make a really good run. Of course, the Carroll Tigers, uh, I, I look at their sectional and, and – you know, they may end up as the three seed or maybe even the, you know, the two seed somewhere in there. They'll be the two, three or at the, at the worst of the four seed. There's not anybody in that district or that, you know, that they can't beat even in that sub-state. They've got a chance to get to state this year, even though their record's only around 500 when they play the way they're capable mm -hmm. of. Um, you know, Evan Hammer has really come on strong. they got to get Caden Cook back because he's just an engine that never stops. Um, I think I've seen him run through a wall like three or four times this year <laughs> after loose balls. I'll just tell a quick story. I, I, I can't remember remember what game it was. I think it might have been Ballard. No, it wasn't Ballard. Uh, it was the last home game I did for Carroll High. Um, right at the end of the half, kid from the other team makes a steal. Looks like a wide open, easy layup. I mean, it's it's done. They're going to score going into the half. Caden Cook, dead sprint from the other free throw line, blocked the shot at the buzzer. Wow. He was nowhere in the play, should not even have been in the play, but just that hustle. And you, you wish that everybody had that kind of hustle. There were guys that were closer to the play that didn't get there, but that's just the way Caden Cook plays the game and the way he plays every game. And you watch him play basketball, you know what their football team missed not having him yeah. all year. You know, um, those are the plays going into a half that really can set a team off off in the second half, just that that, that tone alone. Yep, and, and Carroll dominated the second yeah. half because of Doesn't that. it always work yeah, like that? Yeah, it does, absolutely. And then, you know, you know you're going to get points out of Caleb Booth. He's good enough to take games over whenever he needs to, and then Nick Mackey needs to score and, and kind of score for them as well. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I really like that Carroll team. I think the Arweva boys, they've got enough athletes over there. If they can get shots to fall, they've got a chance to be able to make a run. They've pushed every one of the good teams in their conference. They just haven't been able to get over that this year. That's just the thing. When you get to playoffs, you know, you can shoot your way out of slumps sometimes yep. in the regular season. You've got time. The pressure's not as much. But when it comes to playoff time, you're starting to think, this is a, we're, these are must-win situations that we're yep. in. You start to press a little bit, and that's when you see the shots really struggle. Yeah. Uh, on the girls' side of things, like I said, don't know the Carroll girls' route yet. So um, Also, the Kemper boys. Don't want to forget about them. It's a team that's good enough. They're going to drop down into the 2A stuff. Mm -hmm. They'll be seeing schools more their size. They shoot it. That's sophomore group right now mixing in with that senior group has really, really um, kind of gotten this team kind of to, they're, they're, they're a strong ball club. Isn't that always the case? I mean, Kemper always say they drop down to go into the playoffs yeah. and nobody, have never never seen a lot of those other teams. And those right. other teams struggle to match Kemper's athletic ability. They do. And Kemper puts a lot of athletes on the floor this year. On the girls' side of things, I know we're running out of time, so I'll make it pretty quick. That's nothing new for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think Audubon's got a, a really legit chance to make a really nice run. They're going to run in 
into some tough teams, but th that's a team that with, with Aliyah Hermanson and J.C. Christensen, if they shoot with Sienna Albertson and Aubrey Jensen and Kate Tespin the way they can shoot from the outside, those other two can dominate inside the paint. Aliyah can step out and hit the three as well. But, you know, you, you get that dribble penetration and then kick and you get three shooters. If they get a couple of them on in a game, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. Mm -hmm. Going to have to handle pressure um, and stuff, and, and somebody's going to have to really help Aliyah get the ball up if a team presses them. Um, I, I do like the Carroll girls' chances because I just think that they're going to they're going to be technically they won't be seeing the Ballards and those teams of the world. They're in a different class size than them this year, um, so that'll be interesting. But I, I think who they else can is make in their district? Do you remember off the top of your head? No, I do not. Okay. Um, and then South Central Calhoun, I still think has a chance to, to make a really good run in the playoffs as well. All right, so that is it. Uh, girls playoffs tip off on Thursday night. We'll have complete coverage for you. And, of course, after the ball games, we got the new sports website. Yes. Using, that's going to be put to the really good use here yes. coming up very quickly. Tell people where to find that and how they can find their team's content. Yes, on that new website, uh, you go to sports.1380kcim.com. And uh, it, it's pretty easy. There's drop-down menus all along the top. There's one of them that says schools. We have the list of all the 10 schools that we cover. You can go and click on your school, and it'll take you to the, your school's page. And then you can check out everything that we have posted, whether it be a video interview, a video broadcast of a game, um, our Brinks Exterior Sports Report if your team played that night. Uh, anything that we've done involving your school is on that. You can also go to the sports drop-down menu, and on that we have every sport on there. So anything that we've done for basketball or wrestling or boys swimming or any of the other sports will go on to that. So there's multiple places to be able to find mm -hmm. everything. You can There's other features. There are podcasts. There's our broadcast. If you scroll down, you can find everything. So a lot of, it's a lot easier way to be able to just kind of find everything you want yep. for your team or your kids. Absolutely it is. So And uh, we had a little first snafu. The coach's show on Saturday got posted to the news site and somebody says, when are you going to post it? And we're thinking, well, it didn't get posted. Now that, well, no, it did to the news site, just not to the old yep. site. So from now on, everything's going on sports.1380kcim.com. Yes, and, and we're going to try to get things up. I have to have conversations with Pete, but we're going to try to get things over to our mobile app, you mm. know, and those type of things. So a new website, there's always going to be small glitches. We'll get the work through those as they happen. Yeah, if you have problems finding it, just call us. Yes. 792-1380, call Jeff, call myself, we'll, or Tyler, we'll get you connected to where you want to find yep. everything, and that new website is fantastic. So that is Casey. CIM Sports Rewind for this week. Again, look for a podcast. We're going to put this one on the old site, and uh, Jeff will get it podcasted and up on the new site coming up here in just a few more minutes.